0: Yep. Grasso's out. (laughs) Ah. I can't believe Coach Grasso was
1: out. Say hello to the bad guys. I, uh... Apparently not everyone...
0: understands and sees things the way that the chosen one does all right folks here we go who said
1: noon report who said monday noon report i want an answer right now who said weekend off how about the east greenwich stabbing yep how about that
0: here we go folks who said monday new week november goal yep There's David Sarmantino and Linda. Thank you, uh, David. Thank you, Linda, for your nice email. Yes, we were the only ones. What's stabbing? There's Cheryl. Folks, share that you are watching. It is the chosen one. We were on the move last night. Hola! There's Anthony. Anthony has a good sense of humor. Anthony can joke around. Other people should not try to. There's Michelle. Hola! I am uh, amused at the Coach Grasso talk. I'm not trying to embarrass anybody, but... Nor dance on anyone's grave. That's exactly right. Kind of getting excited for the return of the Trump presidency. Thank you, David. We're going to address the Coach Grasso situation. Ah, we lost another great one. I really was looking forward to seeing him coach after everything that happened. But not to be. Hey, not every school has a sense of humor. Come on. That's exactly right. Thank you, Bendy. The Den of Thieves. No, that's right. (laughs) I didn't even tune in. What's the point? Yep, it's exactly right. Folks, Saturday night we were in Jamestown exploring the new Ripta bus route. It's a scenic route to say the least, goes through the woods. Then last night, wait a minute, Sunday night, Juan, you're supposed to be uh, five sheets to wind like the rest of no, no not at all. We were in EG for a rear stabbing. I've told you violence is coming more to the suburbs. Hello. And uh and then where do they find them? Cranston. So we will talk about that as well. It's all coming up. <coughs> but um Anyhow, we're standing by, JR's going to give us the, um, <laughs> I don't even know, what's the point? Uh, you know, the real programming was yesterday when they had dead air. That was the real programming. All right, folks, I'm uh, Coach Jared Grasso. Bryant. maybe you've heard of me. Hang out at Blackie's. I can't believe the the uh, message I got from someone. I, we still can't figure out what he did wrong. What he
1: did wrong. Did you see the body cam video? Yeah, but I still can't. Hmm. Someone
0: talking nonstop that's not slurring. Overly confident.
1: Very chatty. Hmm. Say hello to the bad guy. All right, folks, we are ready to go. at 12.06 on this sunny monday it is Hola,
0: folks good afternoon you're listening to the chosen one this is the Noon report on am 1380 99.9 fm now wait a minute who said noon report anthony it is the noon report live but are you live <clears throat> i don't know how else to explain that someone what did i get the message what's this cranston pd live <clears throat> no it's it's all right the word live that's true live l-i-v however l-i-v is also live as in dead or alive right uh what's the difference it's not taped anyhow we'll get to it at 12.07 folks we are in mourning here Rhode Island's top basketball coach Unfortunately, there'll be no celebration party at Blackie's. No, no shooting hoops. He'll have plenty of time to shoot hoops. I would imagine there's some kind of payout. I'm sure he's going to be okay. I feel bad for the people at Bryant. Coach Grasso has unfortunately stepped down because I was looking forward if he was going to return <clears throat> on the bench at Bryant. He did a good job at that program. Whatever he was doing, it was working um but nonetheless folks this portion of the program now uh, on DePetro.com. we have in no particular order what do we have um hold on a moment it's brought to you by the Inn, 226 we Avenue Westport. i just want to remind people saturday night hello hola first one on the scene live stream as ripta has announced a new route in jamestown very scenic. Now, this would be ideal for tourists who are not in a hurry. Take you through the woods of Jamestown. The problem was, it's not an official route. Bus went off. Who was the first one there? I think we all know the answer to that question now. So um, you can see that. Uh, actually, we don't have it up on the website. We have that will be coming on the website. We had a busy weekend. We have Cranson Pity Live from Friday night. That was good, right? The warrant and then the big rollover. Good thing that guy only had two drinks. I'd hate to think what his vehicle would look like if he had more than two drinks. It's also always helpful to announce to the police I only had two, two I only I only had two drinks. Um you can see that and also the warrant. Imagine the police are at your door, the male in the home, whoever that may be, is being brought out. There's a warrant for his arrest regarding a road rage incident. And what is her main concern? The dog whistle goes into effect. Police are here. The male in the house, don't know if it's husband or boyfriend, is about to be brought into custody. And what does her main focus become? Who is that? Ah screaming at me. I should be the I am actually the least of your worries, lady. Okay, but anyhow, you can see all of that. Plus the bad news. Coach uh, Grasso's out of Bryant. And then later this afternoon, we will have the Ripta situation. And then last night, as I've been telling you, the violence is spreading to the suburbs, uh, stabbing in East Greenwich, and then they caught the suspect in a truck in Cranston. We'll have that posted later this afternoon on Petro.com. You know, I also want to mention, I was mentioning there was reportedly, blood in the truck now i want you to think of this just for a moment let's stop for a moment this is for let me let me just finish what we're talking about uh, uh, dipetro.com which is watched by the Inn, 226 coincident avenue west warwick lunch dinner drinks in the lounge and they're delicious keep them coming uh, the Caweson Inn, and they have the market at coincident again delicious food great service i love it there stop in, visit them it's it's um Co- coincident Appreciation Month right now, the Coincident. Now, I mentioned last night there was a stabbing in East Greenwich. And I, I just want to, there's a lot we're going to touch on in this noon report. Um, the Bryant thing I will get into. You know, I realize, and I, I should step back. Sometimes what I just see as natural, other people are amazed. Such as, for instance, as we were launching on the scene live stream. I never thought the biggest challenge would get people to comprehend and try to understand the concept of life. You know, it is a good example. And, and I know some people will take this as a criticism, but I, I mean it. I never thought one of the challenges, there's a lot of challenges. What are you kidding me? Being available to go, having the proper equipment after it was smashed by the orange ski mask individual, um, having access. I mean, there's a lot of things, components that go into it. So finding out about things, I never thought one of the challenges would people can't understand the concept of live, but it is because of, and they don't even realize it. The people are so biased by watching television, movies, and just package news that they actually don't understand when there's something live happening in front of them. Hey, there are people that they'll go to a Patriots game and they still have to watch or listen I can understand listen, because then you get a better idea of penalties and so forth. But maybe even watch, because then you want to see a replay. But they even have the the replays there. But I never thought that. Like of all the things, as we were discussing it uh, in a roundtable at Timitro.com, I never thought, no one ever thought, I'm not sure people are going to get this concept of live. Uh, but a lot of people, in fairness, they don't go to the theater anymore. They don't go to play. So anything they see is filmed. People, when they watch television... Uh, For people that watch, let's just say they watch some show in the afternoon. They're all taped. You know, the local news is live, but the local news is then a taped package of something. All things I've kind of thought about. Sports is live, but then they replay it, and not everyone's a sports fan. But anyhow, but last night someone put, no, wait a minute. If there's blood in the truck, I thought he got stabbed in East Greenwich. Why would there be blood in the truck? All right. Now, again. I get it people are not they're used to movies and or television, but um in real life, in real life, not to be gory, but when when someone discharges a firearm a weapon and the individual is close to them, many times <clears throat> blood can spurt on the person that discharged the firearm. conversely, same thing when someone is up close and stabbing someone not only can blood come onto them but then after they've stabbed the individual there's blood on their hand which they could wipe off it, it could get on obviously under their clothes under the weapon that is used so when we were saying again i uh, this is always learning it wouldn't occur
1: like to me it makes perfect sense <clears throat> okay if there's there's blood in the truck it doesn't mean that they were
0: stabbed and killed in the, in the truck. It's the person, suspect, mind you, that committed the act, who is then exiting the scene. They locate the individual, and the blood of the victim is in the truck. Uh, what is this? I thought there was happened i got it's stuff that i never think of i wouldn't think of that to me it's completely obvious completely obvious but apparently not i forget who that was that put that i can't follow this i thought the stabbing happened at east greenwich i didn't know it happened in a truck in cranston Uh no it it, it didn't actually happen in, in in a truck in cranston in um Again, I I get that maybe if you're watching a television program, they may not show that. But in, in real life, when someone is involved in a very violent incident, and not to get too gory to talk about things, but recently there was something in the news of a young child that was harmed and actually shot. And what people don't know is when police you know arrived at the scene the parent who was there had picked up the child carried the child to the ambulance and again a lot of things are left out but
1: if if um so that child and then that parent was covered in blood
0: from the child i again i come back to i believe a lot of this it's, it's just so hard to try to break through, but I believe that it's, um, people are so condition People don't even know how conditioned they are to television and movies, which a lot and or how the local news will sanitize things. So that's become more and more obvious to me because then to me, it's like, what, what, what do you, what do you think? They just walk away unscathed. That they don't that there's no evidence of
1: something like that? And first of all, it's depending on the scene, it can be that scene inside the truck where the couple was executed on the final Friday of October. Um, the footage on the you two people shot at close range. Here's a hint. Like the, you know, here's a spoiler alert, the blood goes it goes everywhere but i really
0: think that's what it is that people they they're just not and then and i completely give up cuz there's nothing that i could say other than um the people that just don't that just don't get it and then um here it is pat anthony i thought the stabbing was in a house now it's in a truck <laughs> Here's another one. James Minson. Why can't I get notifications? You're not a subscriber. Stop complaining. You're lucky you're on the blanking page for crying out loud. All right. I want to talk about Jared Grasso. I'm going to talk about Jared Grasso. Again, it's another situation, folks. I'm not trying to be smug. I bring a lot of experience to what I do to give you insight, which is one of the reasons why people like the program and gain insight. Many times I admit what I Sometimes just think it's fairly obvious. Other people are, I can't figure out what the pro like that type of thing. Folks, this portion of the program, though, is part to the AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Now, if you are watching on Facebook, share that you're watching. Remember, you can type in someone's name. That should notify them as long as they have an FB account. AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement, 401 323 9252, serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, framed and finished basements, acoustical ceilings, new homes, additions, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling, they can do it all. So whether it's painting your home before the holidays, which there's still time to do, or maybe for your business, maybe you need soundproofing. Maybe you need, maybe you have an unfinished basement or maybe you have an unfinished garage. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement, call today, 401 323 9252 401 323 9252 AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Now, I also want to mention, all right, let me just hear me out for a moment. Before I start getting criticism from someone saying, well, you know, so and so didn't like that you mentioned them and people are upset, time out a moment. I want to remind people when you're watching or you're watching video or so forth, On I, I this is just another cautious reminder you don't have to, first of all, you don't have to type in anything. As a matter of fact, I recommend more people just observe, right? But if someone's going to take the time to put a comment, and sometimes something that seemingly is a foolish comment, um, then there's kind of, I have the right to comment on it. I don't comment on people that just observe. You know, there's an old adage, better to remain silent that open your mouth and reveal yourself to be, you know, the imbecile that then everyone realizes. You don't have to put a comment. So when people put things, they, they don't have to. They're choosing to do that. But if you go into the pool, can't complain that there's a shark in the pool. Now, there was a couple that was arrested in Warwick. On, um, I am going to talk about Jared Grasso, but about that the drowning of a child. Do you know there's someone saying, take down this post. Uh, yeah, I'll take it down with the Warwick police take. What are you talking about? And and you know what, this couple, right after we had posted on it, I don't remember who it is. I think I may remember, but someone was there, how dare you? I know these people, they're good people. They're going through enough right now. They were arrested and charged by Warwick police. Take down the post. Okay, listen, if the charges are dropped by the Warwick police or they're found not guilty, More than happy to. In the meantime, clam up. Now, about Grasso. Let's step back for a moment. Now, when I talk about experience, as I've said, um, I've been involved with, you know, I started off college radio. I also worked in a nightclub for several years. I used to run the dressing room at the living room. I used to actually be the one to deal with a lot of the acts that used to come through the area. Not just local, but national acts. I was there. I handled the dressing room. You have to handle them. You have to handle their friends. You have to handle their food. You have to handle their drinks. Have to try to maintain a sense of order. Blah, blah, blah. I remember the night Guns N' Roses were there. I remember the night the Red Hot Chili Peppers were there. Believe me, I was terminated the night Ramones were working. They were so out of control. Um, you you had people that were you know really good to deal with and especially some of the locals i get to know a lot of the local acts became very very friendly with the schemers and the neighborhoods i used to know the guys from rash of stabbings beaver brown i got to know they didn't play the that much um it was more of a a schema neighborhood crowd that they they really drew the biggest but then you get the national act so my point is so that And then plus, um, I lived in New York City for nine years. I lived for a period of time in Los Angeles. I have traveled to every major city, San Diego, L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, Dallas, Houston, Phoenix, um, Washington, D.C., Minneapolis, Ohio, Denver, Atlanta. Miami I could go on
1: and on various countries uh obviously Poland Ukraine Germany England Scotland um Belgium Amsterdam
0: um anyhow my point is so you bring different reference now someone was su- somewhat surprised that the coach of Bryant Jared Grasso was let go so we posted this this is on the website to petro.com let's hear a little bit of that famous body cam um, and this
1: there's kind of a situation taking place right now that i've, I've kind of been putting in the middle of um okay. and it will all shake itself out of it yeah yeah if i was if i was getting um, what do you mean this was that blackies and you're saying that your car was hit i don't know what happened i came out to my car and this what looked like this was ripped off all right
0: let me just cut to the chase here folks um At 1223. And again, I don't wish anyone ill will. But you have someone based on the behavior. He's talking nonstop to the police. He's actually telling this incoherent story. He seems very confident about himself. Now, what is he not? It's morning. It's morning. Because he's talking about he's going to go work out and then take the wife. They're going to have lunch at Blackie's. So. He's not, what is he not? He's not slurring it's early in the morning. He's very, um, he's talking nonstop. He's very hyper. He has a false sense of confidence. He is, hey, you want to shoot hoops? Hey, you know, you a hoop guy. I mean, so again, I'm not casting aspersions. So when when you see that video, which then became public. Um
1: This was ripped off my car. Who drove it there? I drove it there. Okay. Oh, the problem is, it, is this your daily driver or your wife's? We share both. They're both they're, I think both cars are insured. Oh, who was driving this car yesterday? I was driving this car yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's weird because we have uh, a hit and run on 146.
0: Yeah. And they got your place specifically. All right, you can see if you have cameras or physics. Oh, yeah anyhow listen um i mean maybe maybe some people don't get it um so someone said to me and i'm not trying to, again i'm not trying to mock anybody i won't say who it was but someone said to me boy we still don't know what happened well listen the um his behavior is uh <laughs> i mean if you've seen the if you haven't seen it, i have the link on the website to com. it's it's pretty manic there's um and then if you watch all of the video he he goes from he's trying to befriend the cop to then the wife literally has to pull him inside almost the house talk to the lawyer comes out again what are the characteristics that that i observe and i think other people have that just watch the former coach of bryant university jared grasso he Number 1 he seemingly is very hyper. Number 2 he is talking non he's the police officer even says I can't even get a word in. Number 3 he is he's telling this story where he seems highly paranoid. He even believes the officer you you know what I'm talking about. You're going to be okay. I like when he says that. Um he uh he, he's he's just his behavior he is um seemingly altered, I think is a is a good way to say it. Now again, someone said, What is he now? I, I would not I've seen this, I've watched the videos now several I, I wouldn't describe him. Y- you see when someone is pulled over on a DUI and they're slurring and I I wouldn't there's none of that. He's talking very rapidly and he seemingly has a false sense of confidence about it. Now, someone said to me, we still don't know. Why, why is he leaving Bryant? Well, you can imagine if this type of behavior is happening on a police body cam, uh, what exactly was happening during practice, behind the scenes, at the school? at blackies the like so maybe it's not obvious to me what was illustrated in that body cam and by the way and they ended up i believe it was case dismissed i'm sure he they worked out i don't know this but i i'm sure there was some settlement worked out you know he's gonna pay for the damage what have you he's insured Um, I I don't know enough of, we, they didn't release enough about that, but he doesn't have the charge pending, but it, it was when you see that
1: behavior, that's, that's in front of a police officer. So definitely unusual to say the least, uh, alarming, erratic, uh, the the whole element of
0: the attack he's got his lawyer meeting with the police so there was something going on there but um i i i believe i believe there's a lot of clues on that body cam footage now i'm going to talk about these gun stabbing i also want to talk about folks what's happening right now um in the race going going forward for the white house and then how i think it could Uh, impact us here in rhode island. This this portion of the program though is brought by J and B Plumbing. Hey, if you need a plumber, nothing throws off your life more than out of nowhere and suddenly nowhere and you need a plumber. Plumbing repair and service called J and B Plumbing. Do you need a plumbing plumber? I I know a guy. J and B Plumbing, 401 743 9153 401 743 9153 repair damaged water pipes repair clogged pipelines replace water heaters jmb plumbing repair and service plumbing service skilled professionals if you need a plumber call jmb plumbing today now I share their facebook page 401 743 ninety one fifty three four oh one seven four three ninety one fifty three for JMB plumbing. We will have the video. Last night there was an incident. There was a stabbing in East Greenwich. They ended up catching the person in Cranston. What I want you to should stand out to you with this that notice there hasn't been a lot about this. As a matter of fact if I uh, I haven't had even a chance to check because it's already been a busy morning. But I don't know if they, the I I didn't see
1: anyone. There was no one next to me uh in East Greenwich there was no one next to me in Cranston
0: but just the nature of that not only do you have a stabbing oh channel 12 now has the Ripta to think bus crash in Jamestown on investigation not only do you have the stabbing in East Greenwich which is unusual but then the person flees and then they end up catching the person in Cranston so uh those are two things and as i've told you you know this is this is part of the lack of law and order that we have in the state what a lot of people don't seemingly recognize is the amount of influence the amount of sheer influence that the criminal defense attorneys have On the place behind me on Facebook, which is the Den of Thieves, the Rhode Island State House, where laws are watered down. There's certain laws they love to go after and be tough on, right? Like guns. They love to be tough on that stuff. But you had the arrest last week on the triple homicide. That guy, uh, that one of the suspects, Miguel Perez, no relation to Miguel Degna, and no relation to the chief of police, he... He in, in uh, he had been given a 20- 20, 20 year sentence to serve, and that happened right around 2014, and he's already out. and then when I asked that question at the press briefing, they even said that many times statewide, they end up just doing a third a third of their sentence. So if someone is given 20 years to serve, they're, that's they're out in seven. It's not that much for, think about that. The family, the victim thinks, okay, justice has been done. At least they're going to go to prison for the next 20 years. Rongo, guess again, they're out in seven. And what does he do? He's suspected again of a uh, high profile execution, double murder. It also folks should notice those that are paying attention should notice that two people have been charged but only one was brought into court. So read from that what you will, but there's definitely, that's unusual, with the woman that was found last December in Carbuncle Pond, both were brought into court. This time, there's two people charged, only one is dragged into court. When you had the two people charged in the murder of Maya Brophy Bayerman, that was Isaiah Pinkerton, of uh, SOS Cap and then also Sean Mann, both of them were dragged into court. Pinkerton has already gone to trial. I don't know what's happening. We're still waiting to see what's going to happen with the other defendant there. But um, in relation to this, we'll talk about it this week with our legal expert, but that seems that potentially, not 100%, just a little odd, I don't see anyone on the media digging on that, but two people charged, only one brought into court so far. Read from that. Take that as you may. Is it possible? Is it possible that one person is speaking to Lord? It's very possible. I don't think you can rule it out. As a matter of fact, I would say that it's very possible now. In regards to, now with Coach Grasso, I want to just put a period on this. I think it's unfortunate because he came in as this young, very enthusiastic coach. The Bryant University basketball program—I mean, they—you know—new facility. They made the NCAA tournament, and as if you know, beating Syracuse—that was a big time win to take out someone, a team, a caliber of the Syracuse program. Syracuse—you know—Jim Beheim has won the national championship that is a big time win. The fact that Bryant uh, able to compete and go to the NCAA, that's a big time win. So no, it's, it's devastating. I don't know what's going to be the final part of that. He he definitely seemingly is a talented coach. Let's hope he can kind of get his act together a little bit, but, um, but no, that is, you hate to see uh, something like that happen because that's a, a big time post. And that was, uh, certainly bringing a lot of excitement to, to Northern Rhode Island. brian seemingly have a better established basketball program at the moment than URI, which is kind of frightening. I also want to remind people URI had a chance to hire Rick Pitino. URI had a chance to hire Rick Pitino. When Hurley left, they passed on him. He would have taken the job. <laughs> Instead, it's a merry-go-round of coaches down in Kingston. You or I could have had Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino, Who? what did he do? He went to Iona and what did he turn the program around? And where is Rick Pitino now? Now he's coaching St. John's. They're playing, I think, tonight at
1: Madison Square Garden the program is juiced and URI could have had Rick Pet <laughs> It's still pretty remarkable when you think
0: about it. I don't know if PC could have hired him when Cooley left. When excuse me, when when coach Cooley was threatening that he had an offer to Michigan Providence could have hired Patino then and then instead they they went and they Gave a better deal to Ed Cooley, who since then has left and um, Gordon, gone to Georgetown. So I know this, I'm not running a sports show here, but these are things that permeate into the front page, lead part of the news. The Coach Grasso situation, I mean that. That guy, uh, when you hear him, he just has so much pride in being the coach Bryant University. The program has done wonders. As I have said in the past, you know, Ron Makeley, President Makeley, what a remarkable transition. What he did with Bryant. Taking it from Bryant College to Bryant University and grabbing that coach for lacrosse and the expansion of the school and the integration of the school and the improvements on the school years ago years ago in the summertime and the winter breaks i actually I actually used to do a college radio show at the bryant station jmf and um I even did it in the summertime when the Patriots were still they used to do their summer camp at Bryant and we'd get requests about, you know, can you play this artist, this artist? And and then I would realize it was Patriot players staying in the, the dorms at Bryant. But anyhow, um, the, you you can't deny the tremendous success they've had at Bryant University. Grasso, I mean, it, they, they'll, I don't know if this coach is going to be the full-time coach. If now they'll just kind of go in and Try to find some coach that's available out there, but, uh, but that has come to an end and it sounds like there was a lot of drama swirling around that, um, out, outside of that folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by shoppa insurance agency call Shoppa insurance agency today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts Shoppa insurance agency. Let them help you save money, free quote, free consultation auto insurance home insurance renters business insurance flood recreational umbrella shapa insurance agency serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts call shapa insurance agency 401 900 i n s u who handles your business insurance who handles your show, your home insurance or auto insurance or renters insurance shapa insurance agency call them today four zero one nine hundred INSU 900 4678. Steven is so knowledgeable. Remember shopper insurance, neighbor, partner, friend, shopper insurance agency. 401 INSU. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now at 1238. You're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 in 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Depetro.com. So um Tim Scott, just a, a touch on national politics, has left the presidential race. I think there's something very odd there, but I think a lot of the interests will now subside that he's pulled out of the presidential race. But him going on television and suddenly announcing it. Trent Gowdy didn't know it was coming. His campaign staff didn't know it was coming. He has people on the ground in Iowa. That didn't know it was coming. Whole thing a little odd with Senator Tim Scott. I didn't think he belonged in the debate last Wednesday. I liked him initially. Um, he's got a good way about him. I see. I see why he's been successful. But, uh, you know, it, him. Listen, may let. Let's look what happened over just the past couple of days. When socket mayor Lisa baldelli Hunt, boom, gone, and I mean like resigns, resigns at two thirty eight, and no, no exit interview, no exit anything. Elvis has left the building. Suddenly gone. You had Mayor Adams in New York City. How about it was a week ago tonight? He was about to enter an event, or he came out of a political event, I think. FBI agents tell his security to stand down. They go into the the mayor's SUV with them. FBI, search warrant, and they take his two phones and an iPad. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if he's in trouble. Uh, he, he's in, obviously, clearly a lot of trouble um, with uh, this fundraising that he was doing in Turkey. I mean, the whole thing is just, um, that's that's an amazing story, as a matter of fact. And then you have Senator Tim Scott, who th- I want to just quickly play. So, out of nowhere, he suspends his campaign, catching the interviewer off guard and catching everyone off guard. And this was, he did an interview on ABC, and he talks about the first time that he brought her out. And it was he produced his girlfriend. I want
1: to ask you, uh, you you've told so much of your personal story. Uh, you've shared your family. You've shared your faith. We, we see this video that we have up right now that you were seeing on stage at the end of uh, the debate with a woman. Uh, we understand now that this is, is your girlfriend, Mindy. There's been a lot of buzz on the trail about her. Can you can you give us any any details? Because many people are saying, you know, here's a guy. He's 58 years old. He's never been married. It would be the first person. Uh, bachelor president uh just give us a sense of, of who she is and why you brought her tonight <laughs> hmm.
0: we'll just kind of leave that right there folks all of a sudden he exits the race uh i don't know i don't know i don't know what it is i think the interviewer framed that Fairly well, but hopefully that will. No, nothing unusual at all. Come on, so what? The guy's a 58-year-old bachelor with no female companion. I mean, it's <clears throat> look at Lindsey Graham, folks. This portion of the program is brought to you by. But him leaving the race, I want to mention something. Is brought to you at urgent Care, two locations. At when this also knocks him out for VP. Uh, 1524 Atwood Avenue with Johnson. I'm not saying he's not likable. I'm not saying, hey, there's nothing wrong with it. Just a little odd. 1524 Atwood Avenue with Johnson, right in the Atwood Medical Center, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, at Med Urgent Care, doctors, nurses. They're open seven days a week. The next time you have a situation <clears throat> where someone needs emergency urgent care, at med, AT at med urgent care. Walk in seven days a week. I've been to both. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson and 5750 Post Roadie Scrinage at med urgent care. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, Tim Scott exits the race. So, what does that mean? Um, I'll say this. Now, first of all, this is the way I view it. We, 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 and I'm, uh, we can't have, we can't survive. We're not going four more years with Biden-Harris. That, that is a non-starter. That is a complete non-starter. It is. This is going to be an interesting dynamic. And we'll talk, probably talk about this tomorrow with Donna Perry. But uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. is polling really well. And now you have that various people that are now also entering. This could be kind of a scattered presidential race. I am, I don't know what's going to happen with this no labels party. Um, Less, I don't know what to make of it. Um, those things normally, they just never work. They don't have a base. There's no constituents. That's just not where we are right now. This talk, the two people that are talking a lot, our former Senator Joe man well, not former, but he's not going to run for re-election. Joe Manchin, Democrat, West Virginia. And the person that name seems to be kind of linked with him is Republican Senator Mitt Romney. So there's no labels. Two guys, not you know, one's a Democrat, one is a Republican, blah, 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 running. I, I just don't think that's, I don't think that's where we are right now. I don't, as a country. I'm not, it doesn't matter whether it be good for the country. It doesn't matter. I I just don't think, I don't think Republicans want that. And I know the Democ- the Democrats aren't going to vote for Joe Manchin. I mean, it's just not happening. So, but as we look at the field, Biden-Harris is a non-starter. And right now, President Biden is running for re-election. So even though you have the governor of California, and they say he's almost like running a shadow campaign, he's ready just in case Biden does announced, announce. And even then you have someone like uh former governor. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo wants her name and wants to be in the mix. You have the governor of Illinois who kind of wants to be out there and in the mix. Harris, the vice president, would certainly want to be in the mix. On the Republican side, for all the talk about the debate, for all the talk about Ambassador Haley, who I like, for all the talk about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, again, who I like, I agree with a lot of their positions. Not so much about Vivek for Swami. I'm not I, I'm intrigued by some of his things, but I he's another one I I just view him as a non-star. Is this you know, I, I just have a problem with the tech and someone who's never run for office and suddenly says I should be the president. President Trump was a fluke. Chris Christie, the campaign is just not happening. So President Trump, for all the criticism, of the media and everything else, the guy is sitting there at 55% of the vote. But what I'm actually intrigued about. And I think it would would be fun for us. And also, let me say this. I am forever indebted to President Trump, his family, the people around him, his campaign, still communicate with them. I mean, for crying out. I mean, no one's ever been. He, you know, had me IMC'd his rally. He had me at the White House. Uh, I was on, uh, beamed in with uh, Skype with the White House press briefing. Uh, I maintain a friendly relationship with Sean Spicer. Uh, obviously, very friendly with Peter Navarro and some of the people in the Trump orbit. I've had Don Jr. on the program, as many of you know. We had um, the build-up to the 2020. That last rally he did in New Hampshire, we had someone on every day. I went up. Those of you that still may remember that, interviewed Kaylee McEnany. We interviewed. Um, I mean, a number of people in the Trump orbit. So I am forever grateful to that. I don't know about some of the choices that have been made, legal decisions and things since he left the White House, but be that as it may, having said that, um, the guy sitting there with more than 55% of the vote, more than 55% of the vote. So for all this talk about, Haley and, uh, excuse me, Haley and all this talk about, I, he, he's he got, any everyone else
1: combined doesn't beat him. What, what did Tim Scott have, 5%? I, I am intrigued, selfishly maybe, of what the reaction would be
0: like locally. Yes, in Massachusetts, more in Rhode Island. I I like the I'm really I like the idea of what it would be like to watch the complete meltdown of the Dena Thieves behind me, the Rhode Island State House, but specifically the failed McKee administration. They do you understand they are completely opposite of everything with president, every position they have. By the way, which I think is wrong, the Trump uh the uh McKee people. I think it'd be fun to watch they would have a complete meltdown. Complete meltdown. And it would be refreshing to have someone knocked down. They're talking about cutting off funding to cities and states that continue to do sanctuaries, you know, states, um in, in regards to that. In Rhode Island, I, I don't have an answer why in the CB one race why Gary Leonard didn't make an issue of the fact that we, Rhode Island's a sanctuary state and we shouldn't be and Gabe Amo was able to duck the question on immigration with what's going on at the border but president Trump who's, who who was so good with the economy who we did right now we're involved essentially with almost with two different conflicts we didn't have that under president Trump president Trump called out China For the danger that they are long before anyone else, you didn't hear that. President Obama dropped the ball completely on Russia, on Israel, certainly on China. President Trump did that. And we should have drilling. Remember, gas was under $2 under President Trump. So, listen, I, I get the fact that some of the rhetoric is a little harsh. Um, some of the actions since he has left the White House are somewhat questionable. Would he certainly approach the border def- definitely? Recognizes, drew attention to the problem at the border, and and draws attention to it. In Rhode Island, what what the media doesn't cover is in order to do business in the state, that's why there, there's no private industry that really wants to come in and do business. Because you got to pay people off and you have to go with organized labor, with the unions that jack up the cost of everything. The unions try to get a foothold in Silicon Valley. They, they can't. They don't want to deal with them. In the southern states, the right to work states, as many of you know, North Carolina, number one for business, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, Tennessee, right? You, Ohio, you, you, you don't have that. Because if you want to come in here and do business, the first thing you have to do is hire all the union workers. And then you you don't make decisions. They make the decisions. And then they can run you out of business. And that's why people don't want to come in here. But the media doesn't cover the fact. When Governor McKee talks about green energy and the wind jobs and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's all. All of it sounds good, except you have to hire all of these workers, organized labor. One of the exceptions was Top Golf that opened in Cranston. They brought in their own crew. And what do they have out front? Pickets. Picket lines. And they have the big rat, and then they have the big pig smoking a cigar. And then you had in Pawtucket, a delivery company that said, I don't want to have we're not caving to the demands, these outrageous demands of these of the Teamsters. And what did you have? You had the governor out on the picket line. You had the lieutenant governor on the picket line. You had the mayor of Pawtucket on the picket line, wrongly. You had, they're all there, right? Matos is firmly in the pocket of organized labor. Governor McKee firmly. Like they used to talk about in The Godfather, when they say you, you keep in your pocket all these corrupt politicians, the way people have like spare change and you don't like sheer and that type of thing. But my point is, what president, look at what the best example, one of the best examples, I should say, is the situation with the public schools. And the pub does, does Massachusetts have a strong teachers union? Yes, but not to the degree of Rhode Island, where the failure of the Providence schools, the failure to even talk about it, the failure of Governor McKee giving these teachers, three thousand dollar bonuses, and all this other foolishness that goes on, are the state government. Rhode Island is so broken, where it is overtaxed, and under McKee, they just keep creating more union jobs at the state house that you can't cut. There's no layoff provisions. Raise, raise, raise the cost of business. The amount of surplus they have—that's our money that they're robbing. Terrible. The healthcare conditions. I don't know if you've been following. Fatima and Roger Williams are canceling surgeries because they don't have the proper medical supplies. It's atrocious what is going on right now. But McKee Matos, that whole thing, they just cave. So can you imagine? I like the idea of watching McKee Matos. And then you also have all the puppets at the State House, essentially, that how they would react to a Trump presidency, who would talk about uh, school choice, who would talk about the parents should have a right with their education, that would cut off funding for failing public schools, who would say, we're not going to fund and give it money to states that continue to run sanctuary states. It's It's crazy. All these provisions, right? The way the state is run it's 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 literally it's not your imagination right now i don't even think people realize the state is at such a low point under this governor who this is the and they're they're so fast and loose with the facts that Pawtucket soccer stadium they don't have the money for that that's all a scam the the one guy who was supposed to he got out so then they just get a, a different pigeon in there total scam that's superman building project why are we paying for this stuff i'll tell you why because they juice up the cost and everything so what i'd like it do you think when president trump when he would be building in new york of course he'd have to then cut a deal deal with the union so forth none of the stuff in florida none of some of the other stuff he'd bring in his own crew all the the, the biggest scam locally that no one is talking about is all these school bonds You don't need ridiculous, brand new schools. Why can't they just rehab the schools they have? I'll tell you why. Because there's more money if you knock it down and then build from scratch with all the amount of money that has to go into pouring the concrete. So why are they? They're not building a soccer stadium because there's an appetite for a soccer stadium. They're building it because McKee promised the unions he would give them a $150 million soccer stadium to build. Should we, is there really an appetite for the Superman building? Of course not. Then why are they doing that? Because McKee promised them, the unions, that they could rebuild it. And they're going to make a fortune off of that. All this school construction, it's not going to improve the test scores. I applaud the people in North Kingstown that voted that down. No, it doesn't improve test scores. All it is is there's then what, $1 billion it's because there's no companies coming in that are having their headquarters built. That's what it is. And that's why all of these companies then go to Johnston because the mayor of Johnston doesn't allow their people to be shaken down by a lot of these projects. That's why Amazon is there. That's why citizens went there. Johnston's had tremendous growth in building because their former government, they don't allow them to get shaken down that way. You can't, do, you can't build anything in Providence. It's impossible. Not unless you want to get taken to the cleaners, folks. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Rhode Island Rentals and Inflatables. Book your next event with them. There's still time. Nice weather. Kids wouldn't mind. You have an outside party for a ch- for a child, and all right. So they put on some sweatshirts or a coat, and they're still happy outside of the bouncy house. Call Rhode Island Rentals and Inflatables. They'll set it up for you. Four zero one three five eight. 1213 401 358 1213 Rhode Island rentals and inflatables they come right to your home they set everything up Rhode Island rentals and inflatables contact them for all your party needs call them today at 401 358 1213 for Rhode Island rentals and inflatables well folks good afternoon you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 909.9 FM so in political news it is my understanding that newly elected Gabe Amo will now be sworn in. I believe this evening he's going to be sworn in and then now be the new representative uh, for Rhode Island in Congress. So, the uh, next hour, you can have a conversation with Justin Katz Politics This Week. Um, the Rhode Island Republican Party. They need to go back to the drawing board. They need to um, look at look at what everyone is saying right now about the Patriots. This equation is not working. Mac Jones as the quarterback, um, Bill O'Brien, offensive coordinator, Bill coach Belichick. They don't have the right play. It's it's not working. And it was displayed in an embarrassing loss yesterday morning. But I like Sunday morning football, by the way. The day is over and you get to enjoy your full Sunday. But but the Rhode Island Republican Party, they need to do the same. Gary Leonard won Smithfield, North Smithfield, Woonsocket. But he needs to run closer in Providence. He should have won Lincoln. He could have done much better in Cumberland. I also, I don't understand with all the uh, people, uh, veterans in Middletown and Portsmouth, I, he should have done better there as well. But the Rhode Island Republican Party needs to approach their way of doing things going forward the way the the patriots need to address it here's what we're going to do we're going to break for the one o'clock news big news bryant university coach grasso he is out at bryant university next hour we will do facebook live later next hour you will hear politics this week with justin katz right now folks on the john DiPietro show it's time for the one o'clock news but another
1: hour to go on this monday